Hi, I'm Lauren. And I'm Christina. And this is our podcast, Let's Shoot the Fat. Hello, welcome back to another episode. Um, we took a quick break, but now we're back with a couple of solo episodes. I'm doing one today, and then Christina's going to do one a bit later. I think she also found a topic that she really wants to talk about. We decided to do solo episodes because it's just easier for us when we're apart over the summer. Um, it's quite difficult to find a date and time when we can both record at the same time. So it's easier for us to just do a couple of solo episodes instead. This way we can still put out episodes, but it's more doable. So yeah, we basically just said, let's choose some topics that we are, we're passionate about, that we want to talk about, and let's do a couple of solo episodes. So this is going to be mine. And Christina, I think she's also already recorded one, so you can look forward to that one too. I want to deep dive into the concept of home. I mean, I don't want to sound too philosophical, but I just have been thinking a lot about home, what it means to me, how it's changed in the past few years, how it's changed now that I have, quote unquote, a, a second home, now that I moved away from home. Um, I think it's something, I mean, from what I've seen on social media, what I've seen on TikToks, what I've seen on Instagram, I've seen a bunch of content that I relate to a lot. So I feel like it's a very prevalent topic, especially for people in their early 20s to, to deal with. So I figure why not talk about that a little bit. And as always, I'm gonna, well, actually not as always, because usually we do weekly, weekly recaps, but I mean... Now we haven't really talked about anything for over a month, I think. So I'm just going to give you a quick summary, catch you up on what's been going on, how my summer's been. Nothing crazy, just a couple of highlights, a couple of downfalls, something like that. So yeah, I came back. I was in Switzerland for two weeks and then I went to Italy for three weeks. This is something that I do every summer. I started, I think, the first time I went to Italy over the summer to work on this farm slash hotel. It's like an agriturismo type of situation. It's a hotel where people can stay, but it's also a farm. So you go to stay there usually when you either... The two main things that they offer is horseback riding and biking. And so usually people come who enjoy doing one of those two things or both things. So we, my friend and I, we've been going down there for seven years now, and we've been helping out for a couple of weeks every summer. We're in charge of pretty much everything horse related. So we take care of the horses. We offer the rides for the guests. So we go with the kids, or we also do a couple of longer rides for people who maybe have a little bit more experience. And other than that, we just help out with whatever needs to be done around the farm and during dinner time, we also help out waiting on tables, serving the food, that kind of stuff. That's been kind of the past couple of weeks of my life. I love going down there. It's They're always three of the best weeks of the year, honestly. I love being able to be around horses 24-7 because that's something that I miss a lot in Madrid. Just being around horses, being able to horseback ride, it brings me so much joy. It, it makes me just calm to be around horses and I love it and it's beautiful down there you can go horseback riding all over the place because it's in the middle of, of nowhere I mean 
it's not in Illinois, but it's not Madrid. It's not my hometown. You know, there's more space to actually go horseback riding. And it's also always great to be able to spend a lot of time with my friend that I always go with because she's from, she's my friend from high school. So she lives in Switzerland, so I don't see her a lot. So it's amazing getting to spend that time with her too. And on our way back, we, we started this tradition of we go, we go there by train and it's somewhere in between an eight hour and 12 hour trip, basically, depending on how good the connection is on that day. And we started like splitting the trip into two parts on our way back and going to some sort of Italian town or city on the way back. And that's been great. We went to Florence one year, we went to Verona the other year. This time around, we went to La Spezia, which was really nice. It's a cute little town, and we got to be by the ocean a little bit more. And yeah, the only thing is at that point, we're usually exhausted because you don't get a lot of sleep down there. <laughs> you have to wake up early because you want to get everything done before it gets really hot, which is honestly at around nine o'clock. <laughs> and you have to stay up a bit later because you have to help out with dinner you have to organize the rides for the next day so it's not really you can't go to bed at nine ten o'clock you know so a lot of sleep deprivation but so yeah by the time we go to our little city trip we're usually exhausted and i mean we try our best but it's, it's always an interesting trip and then i've been back in my hometown for the past two weeks and i've just been doing, you know, the usual, the usual activities, trying to meet up with people, trying to spend as much time as possible with my friends, with my family. And it's, it's been nice. It's been nice. I mean, the weather's been awful, which if you know me, I don't do well with cold and rainy weather, especially if it's August. And <laughs> I want to go to the lake. I want to do stuff. I want to, you know, I want to be outside. I want to enjoy the summer, but I've been, I've been trying to keep my mood up. But yeah, other than that, I've been working. Um, I've been doing a couple of things related to um, my semester abroad, kind of signing up for stuff, getting documents that I need. So let's dive right into today's topic. I prepared some notes. Because I'm not going to lie, I'm a little bit stressed out about this whole solo episode thing. But we'll see. <laughs> it's just, it relies on my own ideas so heavily. And, you know, it's it's easier when you can kind of bounce off of each other. And maybe, like, one thing that Christina says and inspires another idea in my head. So, yeah. But I've been thinking about this topic a lot. So I think I should have some thoughts to share, you know. <laughs> Let's go. So the reason why I wanted to talk about this concept of home is because I've been struggling with this a lot. I just, I overthink things. Like I am, I'm not just traveling from one country to another here. I'm not just studying in Madrid, coming back home, enjoying my time in whichever place I am. The entire time I am thinking about what this means for my life, how this impacts my life. I'm not just going to be living my life. I'm going to be thinking a lot about every decision I make, every experience I have. So I've been thinking about home a lot, especially now that I'm home, you know? I I grew up in in my hometown. <laughs> I spent my entire life here. I moved I mean I moved to different apartments, but always within the same town. And 
I went from school to school, but always within the same town. So this is very much my home, you know? But the thing is <laughs> that the more I, I spend time away from home, the more I come back and it just doesn't quite feel like home. And I'm going to elaborate on this. Because on the one hand, it very much has the comfort of home, you know? It's, it's familiar. I'm around people that I've been around for years, if not my entire life. So it has that comfort of home, the familiarity. But on the other hand, it doesn't. <laughs> In the sense of things change a lot when you're gone. I think when you first, I don't know, I don't know, maybe this was just me, but I left for the first semester thinking that things would pretty much stay the same here. And they did not, which makes a lot of sense. You know, like people continue on with their lives. Things are not going to stand still here just because you're not not here. That's That was an egotistical thought. I don't know. But coming back home and things just being different is a huge shock or was a huge shock to me. And I've just kind of been grappling with that for the past three years because you want your home to kind of stay the same. I mean, selfishly, I would like to be able to leave, go out, explore the world, figure out what I want, who I am, and to always be able to come back here and things be the same. You know, this just kind of be my trampoline where I jump out into the world, but it's always here. And it is always here, but it's different. And you also have this sense of whenever you come home, whenever I come back to my hometown, I also have this sense of being a guest in my own home, which is very frustrating because to me, this is the, this is my home. And I don't like feeling like I don't belong here. I don't like feeling like a tourist in my own hometown. I don't like feeling like a guest in my own hometown. But sometimes I do because things change, even if it's the smallest thing like the bus schedule. But all of a sudden, I don't know the bus schedule by heart anymore. Or they've updated the ticket purchasing system of the trains here. And all of a sudden, I don't know how to buy a train ticket in my own hometown anymore. I mean, those are just examples. But those are things that that I was not expecting and things that I really don't like because the rest of the world is foreign to me. Like if I go to Madrid, if I go to Barcelona, if I go to another city, I don't understand how to buy a ticket there. That's normal. That's that's part of being a tourist. That's part of being a person in a new city, you know? But I don't want that to be the case in my hometown. So it's just small changes like that that really throw me off whenever I come home. Also, the fact that people here... <laughs> I don't know how to explain this properly, but people here have their lives and my hometown is part of my life, but I would say that my, my life as in my studies and my day-to-day -day life where I have a structured routine is in Madrid. When I come back to Switzerland, when I come back to my hometown, it's more of I mean, I'm on vacation, even if I'm doing, even if I'm still working, even if I'm doing an internship, if I'm going to, if I'm working in Italy for a couple of weeks, even if I'm doing stuff that aren't necessarily vacation activities, I'm still on vacation because it's, semester, it's a semester break. I'm, I'm home from university. So I come here, but everybody else is still living their day-to-day -day lives. So I feel it. And sometimes I feel like I don't fit into those lives anymore, you know? And it's nothing that those people do. It's nothing like 
I appreciate them and I appreciate them taking time out of their day to spend time with me and trying to find time after work, before work, over lunch breaks. I I appreciate all of that and I I I mean that's just that's just life. But it makes you feel a little bit I don't know how to explain it. It just makes you feel weird because you're in your hometown, you're with your friends, and they all have their lives going on and I don't really. And sometimes you feel like you don't fit into this world anymore because everybody's in their routine. You don't have your routine. I mean, I've been trying to establish a routine for the past two months here and it just really doesn't work well. I've been trying. I'm still trying. Maybe I'll find some routine for the past, for the next three weeks before I go back to Madrid, but who knows. And you feel like you don't fit into people's routines and people's lives anymore because people's lives have changed. People now have full-time jobs. And that can make you feel very, I don't know, foreign in your own hometown. I don't, I don't know how to explain it. I hope, I hope somebody else can relate. I don't know how else to explain it. Another thing that I have been dealing with ever since moving away from my hometown. Also, I don't think these things are necessarily connected to studying abroad or international students or anything like that. I feel like this is something that most people in their 20s deal with because I feel like most people in their 20s leave their hometown at least for a little bit, even if it's for like one job or for their studies, even if it's not moving to a different country. I feel like you still kind of go through these these emotions because... I mean, most people leave the place they've they've grown up in, and I feel like that's just a shock, a shock to your system, you know, to to kind of establish a new home away from home, and then constantly live within those two homes. I feel like that's something most people in their twenties deal with. But yeah, another thing that I've realized is that when you move away from your hometown, you obviously establish a life in whatever city you live in away from your hometown. For me, this would be Madrid. So I established a life there and a routine there and I have friends there and I, I have a life that I, I really enjoy and that I really love in Madrid. And I do consider Madrid a home, but now I'm just constantly stuck in between these two homes. <laughs> and none of the two homes really feels 100% like home because when I'm in Madrid, I miss everybody in my hometown, I miss my family, I miss my friends, I miss certain things from my hometown. Um, there's things that, I mean, the language, certain cultural things that make me feel very much like I don't belong there, like I don't belong in Madrid. Um, but then when I come home, certain ways in which I have changed or certain ways in which my hometown has changed and I haven't adapted to it also make me feel like I don't belong here. And that's been very, very conflicting for me. But I feel like one issue with the whole concept of home is that we think, well, at least for me, home would be the place where you feel safe, you feel at peace, you feel, and you're not longing for anything else, if that makes sense. You're not missing anything. But I don't necessarily think that place exists because at least for me, <laughs> I'm always missing somebody. I'm always missing something. When I'm in Switzerland, I miss the people from Madrid. I miss certain aspects of Madrid. I miss my grandparents in the U.S. When I'm in my hometown, no, when I'm in Madrid, I miss my grandparents in the U.S. I miss people and things from my hometown. You know, it's just, you can't win. So I feel like I might just have to give up 
on on this whole search for a home and for this this feeling that I don't necessarily think you feel anymore when you're grown up, you know? When you're grown up, when you've traveled different places, when you've met a bunch of people around the world or outside of your hometown, I feel like you're just, you're always going to miss somebody and you're always going to long for something else. Yeah, so I think I need to give up on that. Yeah, and another thing that I think I saw this somewhere on Instagram, I think it was actually a comment under a reel, not one of our reels, but another person's reel, where they said that really, truly home it's like small moments in in life and I was thinking about that I feel like that's true because if I think about my life or at least like the past three years because those are the years where I kind of been going back and forth and growing up and like establishing a life outside of my hometown I realized that there's small moments where I felt like all those things that I was describing before like comfort safety joy where I wasn't restless and I wasn't longing for anything else, but it's been like small moments with people. Like, you know, when you're sitting in a room with, I don't know, your family, your friends, and I don't know, maybe you're all eating dinner and you're all having a great time and you look around and you realize you're just so fulfilled and so happy. And you're so happy to have these people in your life. You're so happy to have small moments like these in your life. I feel like those are probably those small moments of home. So I feel like that's kind of what I need to focus on and I have those moments in both places you know in both homes and I feel like as long as you have those moments occasionally in your life you're fine you know you're not completely lost (laughs) even if sometimes you don't feel very at home where you're at yeah and connected to that another thing that I've been thinking about is the fact that people feel like home but places no longer do and I feel like that's true to an extent because I feel like my my family and my friends at home still very much feel like home even though sometimes I walk from my hometown and I don't and I feel very much out of place and the same thing with people in Madrid like when I'm with people I definitely feel more at home there than when I'm sat in my room by myself or I don't know when I'm going through my day-to-day life by myself in certain situations and I end up in certain certain excuse me And I end up in certain situations that make me feel very, very much like an outsider and not like this is my home. And I feel like that's another thing to hold on to. But on the other hand, I've also noticed that being away from home, relationships with people from home change, which obviously (laughs) makes sense. Because, I mean, for the most part, you saw those people a lot more often when you were still living in your hometown than you do now. And even though you might try to meet up with them as much as possible when you are back in your hometown, a friendship or anything like that still changes when you're not going through life together. You still obviously are going through life together, but it's different seeing somebody in high school every single day than trying to keep up over text. Like you don't know the details of each other's lives anymore, Um, at least with most people. Like I don't know what they're doing each and every day. When something significant happens, we update each other and I don't know, when something funny happens, something that reminds us of the other person, we update each other. But it's not this sense of I know everything that's going on in your life and we're living the same life because we're living in the same town, we're doing a lot of the same things, you know, it's very different. So that can be very shocking too and make you feel more distant from your hometown and maybe even the people there. Yeah, I think that's it. I feel like I just went on a really long rant and I don't know if any of it had any value. (laughs) 
Um, I I really hope so. I hope. Well, I don't know if I hope somebody can relate. For my own sake, I hope somebody can relate. For your sake, I hope you can relate. <laughs> but I feel like everybody can. I feel like it's a part of growing up. It's a part of um, becoming an adult. So I feel like this is hopefully something that we're all dealing with together. If you do have your own thoughts on this topic, please let me know under the Instagram post that I'm going to put up or also under the question box of this episode. I'd love to hear about it. Um, yeah, what you've learned around this topic and what your experiences are. And now for the book club, <laughs> which is very sad to say without Christina here. I honestly have not been reading a lot. I, I literally, I took two books to Italy. I always do this every single year. I took, I brought two books. Why two? I don't know. But I was thinking, what if, what if I finish one so fast and then I don't have a second one? I mean, that would be a tragedy. I did not open either of those books once. I, I did not read a word. So yeah, I brought them back to Switzerland and I also have not really continued reading them here. I did finish the one book that I started reading in May though, which was Forever Interrupted by Taylor Jenkins Reid. Loved that book. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. It wasn't necessarily for me one of those books that really, because with the other books, other books of hers that I've read, they really like took me in. I could not stop reading. I was captivated. I just wanted to know what was going to happen next. That did not happen with this book, but I still very much enjoyed it. Then I, in terms of watching, I also did not do much. <laughs> I did, this was actually a lot of fun. My sister and I, we, we started this in January where we did a little movie night with our cousins who are 11 and 13. And they obviously don't know High School Musical. Like they are, we are the generation of that. They don't know it. And that's a tragedy. So we figured why not introduce them to the, the masterpieces that are the three high school musical films. So we watched the first one in January. They loved it, adored it, obviously, obviously. And we watched the second one this past week. We did a little movie night and we watched those. And it's just, I love those movies. I really do. I mean, I have a great time every time I watch those movies. And I've seen them. I've seen them many, many times. But yeah, and they loved the second one too. Um, even though I must say, I think it's my least favorite one. I always used to say the first one was my favorite, the second one, my third favorite, and the third one, my second favorite. But I think now that I can relate more, well, now, for the past couple of years, once I started relating to the third one more in terms of, you know, what, what the hell am I going to do in my life? I honestly started loving that one so much. Okay, that, that's enough about High School Musical. I also, actually, I didn't start watching it. I continued watching it because I'd forgotten about it. Um, the show Modern Love on Amazon Prime. If if I'm, I I feel like this this might be wrong. All of this information might be wrong, but I read it somewhere once. I'm pretty sure. It's it's from a column in the New York Times where people send in their love related stories, basically, and they turn it into this series where each episode is is a completely different story with completely different people. It's it's a story within itself. So it's not a continuing storyline, but it's just short stories connected to love, love in all its forms, basically. And I, I enjoy it a lot. I, I quite like that show. So I've been, because I started crocheting. That's another big update in my life. 
I started crocheting and so I watched that show and I work on my little back. So yeah, that's pretty much all I have, I think. Now for the song of the week, I guess. I mean, I don't know. We can't really do the competition now that Christina and I aren't doing the podcast together, but I'll still give you a song. Okay, I have one. So this is a song that I don't really know how we discovered this song. I feel like we used to be cleaning the stalls for the horses and my friend would listen to, um, I think, Tu Evite by Marco Mengoni. And then Spotify would just play related songs. And this song came up. It's called Bellissimissima by Alfa. And that's how she discovered it. Then we would listen to it in the car on our little ice cream road trips. And all of a sudden, we just heard it playing everywhere. In restaurants we went to, the waiter was singing it. We just heard it everywhere. And it makes me really happy. So I would say that one. I feel like it's a good like summer song. Yeah, and I think that's it from my side. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, I hope you're doing well. I hope you're having a nice summer. See you soon. Bye. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you want to get in touch, you can find all of our information in the description below. 